0: Welcome back to the BlackCast, Cast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Uh, today, we're doing a singles episode. A uh, bunch of bands in the last month or two released a bunch of good old singles, and uh, we're just here to talk about those and give them, give us, give your, give us your, no, give you our opinion. There we go. <laughs> it's been a long day. All right. <laughs> I should say a long week. Uh I all feel right. that. Yeah. Uh so I guess let's take it away. Uh Slaughter to Prevail. They had just released a new uh single called Baba yega uh, which I just read at granted, this is about a week ago that I read this from the time of this recording. Uh they just hit serious uh XM's liquid metal number one on their charts there. So that's pretty cool. Oh,
1: cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. Uh what do you think of it, Jeff? So
1: this is the first song that I've ever heard by Slaughter to Prevail. Uh, they were never really on my radar. Um, just because it's it's typically not the type of metal that I look for. Uh, but I kept an open mind while listening to it. And I would say overall, I do like it. I, I don't always love every part of the song. Uh, what I do like about it is... During, uh, I guess one of the verses you could call it, uh, or during, you know, whatever kind of section you want to call it is the, uh, like that Russian, like they do the Russian vocals. Yes. Uh, cause they're from Russia, I suppose. Uh, like I, I listened to it three times. The first time I heard it, I liked it. Um, the second time I wasn't really feeling it. I don't know if that was the song's fault or my fault, (laughs) whether I was not in the mood to like listen to that or, or whatever. And then I listened to it again today and I liked it more. So maybe it just depends on the day I'm listening to it. Um, that there were, there were certain sections that I liked more than, uh, than others. Um, Like the singing sounded very. Does it sound like corn esque to you, like Jonathan Davis? You're talking the the clean
0: vocals yeah. or clean with apostrophes yeah. over it. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I would say inspired by. Yeah, um, inspired. You can maybe. you can kind of get a little flavor of that. Not necessarily sounds exactly like, but oh I, yeah. Now that you sure. now that you mention it. I could, I could
1: kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. There were just a couple like vocal lines or like the, not the melody, but like when he said, when, like when he says I in, mm-hmm. in, in the first part of that, it just, it just, not that I listened to Korn at all, but it just kind of reminded me of, uh of that vocal style that Jonathan Davis has. So, uh, and then like during the music video, I think the like the masks look really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the, uh, that like the breakdown at the end and i liked like the ending that like guitar solo ish at the end yeah um i think i'll have to listen to more songs by them to have like an overall opinion of of them overall as a band but i would say initial impressions of this band just from this song i i do like it but i don't think it would be something that i would listen to all the time um what about you
0: uh, yeah, I, I found that they had, like, a really cool effect on some of the growls that made it sound uh, empty. And I don't know if that makes any sense, because uh, it, it was very full and deep, but the whatever they did caused it to have kind of a hollow core and not in the sense that it was missing anything, but in the sense that uh, they were going for this Baba Yaga uh, creepy, uh, demon esque type uh, sound. I think, and mm-hmm. I think they really, I think they pulled that off pretty well with some of the vocal effects that they did. Yes. So, are you are you talking about like at the beginning
1: when he's first talking? They it's it sounds it it sounds like they pitch shifted his voice a little bit to make it deeper.
0: Yeah, there was there was that and one. I don't remember the minute marker on it, but there was another part where it just kind of, uh, it's like they added an effect to it and just kind of caused it to hollow out a little bit of the voice. So it wasn't as warm. Like it kept Mm -hmm. that, it kept that deepness that you would get from like adding warm effects to something, but Mm -hmm. they took that out and it left it kind of, uh, like I said, kind of creepy, a little demon-esque, uh, effect, which I thought was really cool. And then uh, somewhere around the three minute mark, there was, if you listen carefully, there's a faint choir. And I always love it when metal bands or almost anybody, they throw in a choir uh, just to kind of switch it up because it, it doesn't, you don't typically think that it would fit, but Mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, a lot of metal or uh, hardcore metalcore stuff it actually helps round it out to where you're not just getting pounded in the face by guitars and yeah. screaming the whole time. It adds this uh, softer element that makes it, uh, makes a deeper, uh, more rich sound. I think. Yeah. It fills out for sure. But I, I didn't catch
1: that. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but I'll have to, I'll have to go back and listen to that again because yeah, I, I like, I like when bands do, do choirs as well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it, it's really nice when a band can fill out and give another texture to a song rather than just having you know two guitars, bass, drums, and vocals like the typical mm-hmm. you know band yeah. that band sound that you might have. Like, uh, like if you add like a keyboard, I, f- I forget which band we were talking about last week, but uh, or not not that I forget, but like one one of the bands we were talking about or mentioned or something that um had like adds like keyboard sounds and it, it just adds like another texture to to the you know like a, a fullness to the to the sound and uh, uh since,
0: probably darko they they had some like synth like uh beats or uh like midi tracks
1: yeah 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 um and since you mentioned choir uh i don't know if you ever heard there there's a song by issues um remember when uh off of their first full length and they had like a gospel choir singing at the end of that and it's it just like it, if you ever look that up that that song gives me goosebumps not to switch gears to another band yeah but but uh that was the first time that i've ever heard like a like a gospel choir in a metal band that follows it basically follows like the same melody that he's singing but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back and look and, uh, listen to that single again, because, um, that's, I, d- I do appreciate when bands do that. So
0: like I said, it's, uh, it's very, very faint. It was, I think I listened to the song, uh, oh, uh, together probably about 10 times. Oh, wow. And I probably caught it somewhere around the fifth or sixth time. It was just, I was kind of writing notes down and I was like, hold up, pause, rewind, <laughs> And yeah, I just, you, you really had to, I was, I was trying to like find something about the lyrics that I really enjoyed and it wasn't anything super special. I think I listened to, this is one of the rare occasions that I listened to the band where it was just kind of listening to the music of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like the cool, uh, like, like you said, it's in both English and Russian. And I like listening to a lot of foreign bands and I have no idea what they're saying. I just think it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a new instrument because I don't know what they're saying, but it sounds cool listening mm-hmm. to the different syllables and the different dialect that they have. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, it's nice little uh, uh, like mixer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like uh yeah, it's like another instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, so Baba Yaga, is that, is that like a folklore? story is that like a like a, a a demon figure or something you said it was kind of demonic sounding or something
0: uh the, um the best of my knowledge it is they're the Russian version of the boogeyman I don't know the whole mm. uh lore behind it I just know it's, it's supposed to kind of be this boogeyman type thing John Wick was but uh his like code name was kind of the Bobby Yaga. To the the Russian mob that he was, uh, oh. enacting his revenge on. Very cool. I didn't yeah. catch that. I I I love those John Wick movies, but yeah. I didn't catch that. That's cool. Yeah, there's a there's a whole song about Baba Yaga in the John Wick movies. Uh, and yeah, it's just kind of how he slips in and out without being detected, and just you know, you should be you should be afraid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, you said that you were reading the lyrics a lot. Um, in your opinion, are are they, are they enjoyable? Do they, do they fit the song? You said you, you don't really like listening to, to bands over and over, uh, you know, if they don't have a good, uh, like message. So like this song, was it, uh, like were the lyrics enjoyable? Did it, did it, uh, you know, did it, hit the right spot for you (laughs) uh or like it was it telling a story or was it more of just were were they making up their own story or was or was it like uh just they were just saying stuff like
0: lore legends about him or something it was they were more or less talking about themselves i believe uh referencing that they were They were Baba Yaga. And um, I don't know the whole history behind the band. I guess Mm -hmm. it's something I might want to start doing when we go over these singles and whatnot. But it just kind of slippery reading, uh, quickly reading through these. It's a lot of uh, they're just taking essence of Baba Yaga and then talking about how they're, they're kind of coming after you. Like, um, like if you have a problem with them, then they're gonna, they're coming after you sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, and it's kind of in the sense of a, uh, a fairy tale or, uh, um, what am I, like a bedtime story ish. Okay. They, it doesn't really follow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It, does, it just doesn't really follow a, a structure too much. They're kind mm-hmm. of, uh, it's a little bit all over the place. And that okay. might just be the translation that I'm looking at, uh, going mm-hmm. from Russian to English
1: gotcha yeah sometimes there's there might be like a, a misinterpretation mm-hmm. or, or something in there but
0: and yeah it's, I was just, I was it's just curious. Of, oh sorry it's it's kind of funny because I actually started learning Russian not for this band but for there's two other bands that I listen to that are from Russia and they're not metal at all Like not to switch but to kind of maybe plug them a little bit if you're into some uh, covers uh I uh she does a lot of covers on YouTube and they're usually rock covers uh, and it's all in Russian. So if you like know the song, you can kind of follow along and get what they're saying. But it's it's fun to kind of hear in a different tone. And then the other one is Ice Peak and they're a. uh What do they consider? They're more of a. industrial style, uh, not metal, but like just industrial music type band or duo. Okay. It's, and they just sing all in Russian. So it's just kind of fun to listen to. I think you may have showed me one of those before
1: when we were hanging out in person. I thought you showed me some kind of Russian cover of like a popular song or it was like a song that we knew
0: voices. pretty well. Was it Voices?
1: Motionless and White Voices? Yeah. It may have been.
0: Yeah, that would be I Mori. It Aya may Mar- have been. And it'd be I Mori and she does a cover of Voices by Motionless and White and it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I, 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 I do, uh, I do like that. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. So do you have a lot of uh, Russian vocabulary that you've? Are you starting off like uh, just like basic words or phrases? I, or? I did
0: Duolingo and I was good for about three months, and I haven't touched it in about six. So we're doing good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I started. Uh, I started learning sign language uh, year, years ago, and I, I was I, I, I probably about the same. I I, I practiced it for a month or two and I had some like basic phrases down, I could Mm -hmm. say, you know, my name and, um, you know, like, hi, I'm, you know, hi, I'm Jeff. I'm learning, I'm learning sign language, you know, like, you know, kind of basic words and, and phrases and stuff. But, uh, but I, I haven't, I haven't touched it in years, uh, just learning it off of like YouTube, but I, I'd have to find like a like a DVD or something that I could watch this, that, that someone could really teach me mm-hmm. or like take a class or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do by yourself. You need, you need some sort of companion. Mm-hmm. I think. Luckily though, I, I,
1: um, back when I worked uh, retail, I did work with two people who actually, sp- uh, spoke sign language, uh, fluently so i was kind of mm-hmm. asking them questions about like the alphabet and because you know it's like it's hard to it's hard to see like a picture of someone's hand being held up sometimes it doesn't translate well mm-hmm. and i was kind of asking them how to you know hold my hands and you know that that type of thing so uh i might have to get in, might have to get back into that because that's that that was something that i was super interested in learning go for it yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I haven't I haven't uh uh spoken German at all even though like we that's how we met yeah yeah we met in German class back in college and uh uh just chatting for hours and not doing German homework pretty much
0: (laughs) pretty much doing this and not doing German work that's that's (laughs) about how it went yeah yeah (laughs) All all right so uh yeah, I have to give
1: Slaughter Prevail uh, another uh, so just some more listens because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just to see what their overall sound is like. But uh, not not a bad intro to them.
0: Yeah, they're uh, I would say they, they are kind of a uh, you you kind of got to give them a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. I think to really is, really get which, in there, which which is you know, a lot
1: of the bands that I listen to and love right now, that's what I had to do when I first heard them. So that's not a problem for me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, uh, up next we have Bracuria bombshell by
0: attack attack. What did you think of that one? Man, that's like a double-edged sword. Uh, I was excited. I was, I was really excited, uh, growing up, Attack Attack, heavily influenced uh, when I was in a band, what I, what we, what we did, uh, vocally and uh, riffs, and uh, unfortunately we didn't have a keyboardist, so we couldn't do any of the cool uh, techno-y bits, but, and this is where it kind of gets sad, and I get they they're growing, and it's kind of the, the point of the song. Uh, they they talk about how this is what we're gonna do, and if you don't like it, you know, deal with it. Uh mm. we're back. This is how we're gonna play it. Enjoy it, take it, leave it, sort of thing. I I was sad because what they did is they they built up hype that they were coming back with some hard uh crab core that they pretty much invented with stick stickly. Yeah. And i was i was left wanting i mm. i think i i just re-listened to it uh probably about 30 minutes before we started recording and at minute marker two minutes and 34 seconds is about the closest they come to crabcore, core uh where you get that like deep low chugging s- slow breakdown or mm. you just want to you know stretch your legs out as far as they can go lift one up break it back down uh it i don't know like i said it it, i i wanted to like it and it's not that i don't like it Mm -hmm. but it's just not what they promised i feel like yeah i feel like i got cyberpunked almost (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I know I know um, that's really mean to say, but come like nostalgia was I was all ready for it and they didn't deliver.
1: I feel yeah, like Yeah, one one of the one of the notes that I, I have on here that I was gonna ask you is was, was it crab core worthy? No. So in your opinion, it's it's not. That's a hard no, no huh?
0: Uh I would say it's a soft no. Soft no. They're, they they did bring it for about twenty seconds out of a three, four minute song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: I actually really liked it or uh, really surprised that I, that in, in my opinion, I think it's a, a pretty good comeback, uh, so far, you know, I, you know, bands change their sound over time. And I don't think I was expecting, um, the album that stick stickly was on when, uh, when someday came suddenly, mm-hmm. um, um, just because that sound is so iconic and I don't want to say old, but it's every album they've, they've just changed their sound. Like the, the album with smoke a on it, that one, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's got a certain sound to it. And then when Caleb Shomo took over vocals singing, um, on the next record, um, blanking on the name on that one. But, uh, you know, that one had a specific sound too. And I don't, I don't hate this new sound. I, I, I do like it. I, I not, not like sometimes when you have a band that, that comes off of a hiatus, like, like nine years, I think, I think, I think like their last, I think that last record that came out was like 2012 or 13, something like that. So it's been a long time. And normally I'd be nervous about a band returning like that because uh, you just never know, you know, are they, are they still going to be able to, uh, you know, pull through? And, and in my opinion, I, I feel like they did. Like, I, I really like the singing. The, the singing sounds familiar, even though, you know, I was looking up the singer right before, um, right before we were recording. Cause I'm like this, this vocalist, or some of these vocal lines sound a, a little similar to, I can't think of the other band that I was thinking of, but I don't, I don't really, I'm not familiar with the the new singer. Um, but I like the vocal lines. I'm okay with, with the more like, like poppier sound, I guess. Yeah. They,
0: were, it was, it was heavy techno and synth synth. They definitely brought that. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I do. I. I'm glad that they still kept that like electronic, those sounds in there, mm-hmm. which is actually more than I can say for um, that last album that came out where Caleb was um, took over the screaming and the singing. Yeah. Um. Because they, they did have some like electronic noises in there, but it wasn't the type of electronic sound from the previous two albums that were, that everybody is like familiar with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked it. I, I gave it a thumbs up. Um, crab court worthy. I don't think so. I think I might, I I think I'm with you on that, but, um, I, I, I liked it overall. I, 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 thought it was catchy and I, I, I this was something that I would, it, if, if they're, planning an album i don't know if if it's just like they're going to be releasing singles or something like that but if they're planning an album I, i'll i definitely give it a listen because i i uh i like that type of singing
0: me yeah personally. uh not i mean don't get me wrong i i kind of bashed a little heavy but i yeah. i enjoyed it i just i i felt cheated because of everything that they were posting online Mm-hmm. they were talking about oh crap core's back we're coming and they were posting memes mm-hmm. and uh it was getting silly and i i was excited yeah so it's a little bit of false advertising yeah uh opinion. if they would have yeah. said hey we're back and then just dropped it i would have been a hundred times uh more pleased with it i feel mm-hmm. like uh, i do have one more note uh there's a lyric That says, you claim to be authentic, but you're all the same as, or you are all the same to me, Uh, which I thought was a little ironic for this song (laughs) because it sounds like I see stars in my opinion, or uh, maybe even a little bit like abandon all ships, not as, not so much deep and or auto tuning as abandon all ships, Mm -hmm. but the techno synth it yeah it didn't I, quite break free to their own sound okay I, I i feel like it sounded a little bit too much like IC stars in my opinion
1: so do you not like icy stars or you just want you just wanted attack attack to have more of their original sound back
0: oh i like icy stars i think they're oh, okay. stellar okay uh yeah i, I, I can just get, i, can I felt like it, i felt like it was a little just ironic to, yeah, <laughs> it's I like to I don't know I like to play devil's devil's advocate and whenever I hear a band say oh you know you're all the same as me or uh shoot who is it like Attila will say that they're like the original uh, party core mm-hmm. and then you just kind of gotta you listen to it and you I don't know I like to I like to kind of see where could they draw their influence from and what do they sound like are they really as different as they think they are? Mm-hmm. Uh, not to, not to be mean, but just to kind of, like I said, devil's advocate, yeah. stir the pot a little bit. Of course. Uh, leave it at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard that
0: before too. Where, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: We, we've just got our own sound and we don't sound like anybody. It's like, well, it's hard to judge yourself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to, hard to be uh objective about, mm-hmm. about your own sound, but yeah okay yeah i can get behind that that yeah the um that that analysis of uh, abandon all ships and icy stars i can i could see some some kind of like similarities yeah. between this song and, and them yeah for sure although i don't know if you've listened to abandon all ships since their um is it jeeving album album uh but their their album malokio they actually took the auto tune out and the guy's a pretty good singer uh, so I think, I think Abandoned All Ships did that probably for effect because I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's the same singer. Um, but, uh, yeah, their, their album Malokio, uh, just took out the auto tune and it's regular singing and it, it actually, I, I like both versions to be honest. I think they might splash it in there every once in a while for like effect or something, but yeah, just
0: side note. Uh, do you know when that came out? Ooh, it's been a while. Because um, giving is 2010 and then Infamous was 2012. It's after Infamous. Okay. Yeah,
1: 2014, 13, 14. I think it's called Malochio. It's like a white cover with a hand. It's like a
0: hand... With like an eyeball, in the center of the hand. Okay, yeah, it's not, it's not on Spotify. That's why. Yes, I, I just went to go look it oh. up because I, I've, I've only listened to "Infamous and Giving." Interesting. Oh, let me Google it real quick.
1: Pardon yeah. my keyboard sound. clickety clack, clicky clack. I don't know why mine is so loud and yours isn't. <laughs> Am I just like a hard typer?
0: I, I know mine's a mechanical keyboard, so I gently push the buttons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like. <coughs> <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> sound great
1: <laughs> uh yeah malokio uh 2014
0: huh uh no i haven't listened to that i'll i'll definitely have to check it out i think i listened to that one more
1: than everything else to be honest i probably listened to infamous the least amount mm-hmm Giving t- number two and malokio Mokio has like a very, it sounds like really mature sound. Okay. Yeah.
0: For a second, I thought you were telling me that they were back and I got excited.
1: Oh, no. No. Yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't mind another album. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, They just kind of, it's like sometimes you just like forget about bands and you're like, oh yeah, when, when was the last time they did something? Or like, why did, you you know, sometimes bands will have like an announcement. Like, sorry, we're breaking up and, or we're not continuing music, but those guys, I just its like, Oh yeah, it's been seven years since you guys had anything out.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They just kind of vanished. Yeah. So attack attack does have, I think two other singles out. Um, I, I don't think I listened to the other two, but, uh, I personally, I, I, maybe we, maybe we'll talk about them off, uh, off air see if see if our opinions of them still hold up. Cause this song of the three, I like I liked
0: it. Um yeah. Oh that's right. They yeah, at least they have one other one, All My Life, which I think they released shortly before uh uh Bombshell. Okay. Yeah. That was back in twenty twenty. I think towards the end of twenty twenty that they released that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh so
1: next up we have uh Voices by Motionless and White,
0: Synthwave edition. Oh okay, wait, I wanna let you go first because uh we could be here all night if I start. So, <laughs>
1: Yeah. We're trying to keep it to an hour episode, Matt.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So that means we're at what 30 minutes. So we could talk about them for 28. Are we had go- 30 minutes already. Uh, Oh wow. Roughly. Okay.
1: Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, yeah. So when you mentioned this one to me, I, I didn't know that, um, cause I, you listen to Motionless White all the time. I haven't listened to Motionless. Religiously, some would say. Yeah. one per- You one percenter. Yeah. Um, no, Motionless and White, I haven't listened to since their Creatures album um, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that for some reason, I assumed that this song was like their song that was like on the album, like the, like the Synthwave version was their was like was their song they made it that way so the first version i heard was the synth wave version uh and then i was like oh wait a minute no it's like a remake of their actual song voices like rock sound Mm -hmm. and uh from what i remember of the voices song the the actual song was like wow it's like more of like a seemed like more of like a radio friendly sound uh and i didn't i had no idea that they got that popular like at the time when i when i listened to it a couple weeks ago it was like 39 million views i was like i had no idea that these guys were had blown up like that um i'm pretty impressive now aren't i (laughs) uh you're pretty impressive what do you um what do
0: you mean just my listening habits Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: all uh, 38 million are, are from you. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> not quite that many, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I like the voices song. Um, but the synthwave version, I think I only listened to it like once or twice and I didn't really get that much. Um, I like the original song, but I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, of like different interpretations of songs. You know, I like listening to the originals. Um occasionally I'll, I'll like a a remake or like a a cover song here and there. Um but uh or you know, like it's it, it's a cool idea a reimagining and I like the skill that it takes to like compose something like that. But as for like I, I, I like to think of it of as like, would I listen to it like over and over again? And the answer is no, you know, um, I'm not really into like all electronic synthy type of music. Mm. I like it when it's blended in to the, to the music, like, you know, like attack, attack or, uh, like the Browning, they've got, you know, like the electronic stuff in there. I like, I like it when it's sprinkled into like metal, but having like the whole song uh a synthy sound i i didn't really care for it to be honest
0: that's all right people are allowed to not like things jeff you don't need to feel okay. guilty i have your permission not yeah th- yeah yeah i have your permit okay cool yeah. <laughs>
1: thank you oh i was so so nervous on that one oh my god
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little boy. sweaty over here he's he's not gonna want to ever talk to me again <laughs> i know
1: it's like podcast is over on episode two right yeah uh, it's like, well, we had a good run. We've known each other for 12 years and damn. I guess it's 2021. That's, uh, that's the, that's, that's the it. end of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I might be biased, but I loved it. Uh, would I listen to it every day? No. Okay. It is a, it's definitely a, a mood that I'd have to be in. Mm-hmm. I found it, uh, beautiful and like Kind of like this eerie, calm type sound. It, it like kind of unsettled you a little bit just because the, that's just how the, the, uh, the lyrics are, uh, talking about like voices in your head and fighting against them, uh, trying to find the truth, uh, that sort of thing. So it's, it, what I, what I liked is it allowed, um so this version allows for the lyrics to kind of drive the song instead of you like getting that chuggy um and the instruments just kind of driving it and the the lyrics are just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Uh this allowed for um allowed for a a lot more story driven and or just vocals just listening to to Chris Motionless's voice mm-hmm. experience. I I found uh, the clean vocals very refreshing. Uh, I think he has a great voice. And also, I, I loved, I don't know if you caught it, but once again, very faintly, they are able to fit in some screams with some like heavy reverb in there. So mm-hmm. I, I liked that they they kept it chill. They, they somehow made screaming chill. And I... I enjoyed that kind of like a washy reverby sound. You said, yeah, almost. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the, the dichotomy between the two versions. If you listen to the original version, it hits you hard, goes fast, uh, makes you kind of want to move. Whereas this version, I was sitting on the couch listening to it and I just wanted to like melt into the couch listening. <laughs> it was just kind of like super chill and just, uh, relaxing. Uh, I like, they have a, a, an effect where it kind of gets this like robotic-y type voice. Uh, yeah, it just, all around, I, I, I enjoyed it, but like I said, I'm biased. So, <laughs> um, between the two
1: songs, uh, do you think they re-recorded the singing for this version or did they just take his singing? Cause I, I, I. I only listened to each of them a couple times, so I I'm not I like I, I don't have it like memorized, you know mm-hmm. how, how the whole, all how the song goes. But um, do you, do you think they re-recorded like Chris's vocals for the synthwave version, or did they just take it from that recording and just ma- put like you know different music behind it? Does do the, do the does the like the the chorus sound exactly the same, just with different music behind it, or
0: oh boy. Um, or is that I didn't I didn't too listen, specific <laughs> I didn't I didn't listen to the original uh, before recording. I just kind of listened to the synth wave to make sure I didn't have any more notes to kind of write down. Gotcha. But uh, if my it to me it sounds I don't know I don't know if this was an effect that they did or if they were able to. But it I think they to me it sounds like they re-recorded just because his even his clean vocals in. Voices had a grungy sound, almost. Okay. Uh, whereas, as this, it was very, it was very clean, very smooth. So, I think I would, I would have to say, I think they re-recorded it. Okay, just just going off memory there. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that would make sense. You know, mm-hmm. try to fit the vo- the singing to the you're going to make a remake of yeah. a different version did they did they, i don't know if you know this but did they like did they them the band themselves make that make like redo that or did some other artist, uh like make their own interpretation of it like is that an official motionless and white track or did someone did they collaborate with somebody do you know or i
0: think I think it is a motionless and white track there. I don't see any, um, I don't see any other credits. Okay. Just looking it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, edition lyrics um, songwriters okay. Johnny Lee Andrews Chris Sorelli which is Chris Motionless um, I think they might have brought some people in okay. there's a couple names that I don't recognize but they also have switched a couple band members around if I'm not mistaken so They might have brought somebody in, but it is their own rendition.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. I just curious, didn't mean to put you on the spot there. (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, I, yeah, you mentioned uh, back on our intro episode that, that we would, that we could do a motionless and white episode. Oh, we could do uh, an emotionless and,
0: we could do a motionless and white month. We won't, we won't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what <Well>, we could
1: <laughs> uh yeah because there, there's there's just so much material that i'm not familiar with yeah that I, I haven't think, listened to in a while i
0: think they're on their fourth full length okay uh, one two three four yeah they're on their fourth full length yeah
1: i'll have to start uh i'll have to start making notes on those guys all, all those uh those albums that i haven't have n't haven't, haven't uh, I'll listen to them in order of their of their release.
0: Oh yeah, uh, and uh, listen to them evolve. Yeah, yeah. Just one note. I think I I made a, a mention when they released Reincarnate, which was their second al- full length album. Uh to me, it re- they changed their sound a lot. They went from just a pure just chug like they they had this in Creatures. It was a very simple chug. Uh, Breakdown, Chug, Bridge, Chug. Maybe one more breakdown. And that was the song. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was pretty much every single song on that album, which was good, but it lacked, I guess, technique uh, for some people. And when they switched over to Reincarnate, they kind of re-envisioned themselves. And it sounded... Vocally and uh, just song uh, composition sounded a little, if you were to take Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson and make a baby, that's kind of how some of the songs went. And then they have their own flair that they added to it, which I I appreciated. Yeah, which is,
1: I think, which is probably why I stopped listening to them, to be honest. I
0: think I remember talking to you about that when it, when that's, when that album came out, I was like, oh man. Yeah. That just for
1: some reason, I just can't get into that type of sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've tried, but it just doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. Oh, geez. It just doesn't, (laughs) it just doesn't hit right for me. It's getting me right in my throat, you know? Yeah. I can't even even talk about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you, (laughs) but then you, here's the same thing. If you switch over to graveyard shift and then into disguise all albums, if, if you were to, if I was to pull one song off of each album or one or two songs off of each album, you could tell which album they came off of. Okay. They're, they're, they've kind of re- they've grown into their in, into themselves and kind of found a sound that works for them or they're just trying to, they just try a bunch of new stuff out. And at least in my opinion, it always sounds amazing. I think there's like maybe one or two songs that I'll skip off of one or two of the different albums, but Oh yeah. Skipping. Like I said, we'll, if we do an episode, I'll tell you the songs that I'm not the biggest fan of, but we'll, okay. Let's, uh, let's, let me spend, I don't know, 15 minutes, I'm motionless away. Let's move on. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, Take it away. Yeah, so next next we have uh, a band that I, I was excited for because I kind of stopped listening to to this band, and when they released this new song, it brought me back, and I I enjoyed it, uh, so I might have to go back and start listening to some of their stuff in between this single and their uh, first couple albums, which I listened to uh, on the day-to-day. And that would be Me- Memphis Mayfire. Mm. And uh, the song is Blood and Water. I really like the message. It was a big reality check. Uh, maybe not to my 29-year-old self, but definitely if this song came out when I was 18, 19, it would have helped a lot. Mm. <laughs> it, it The the lyrics are deep. And... uh. I don't know Maddie's uh, ability to to do clean and heavy vocals and almost switch back and forth with like no transition time is pretty amazing. Yeah. I think he he has a really good voice for or technique or I don't know how else to say yeah technique for doing these nice clean vocals and then just belting out some growls and screams and it's it's pretty stellar. Uh, I do like there's I didn't know how to describe it so in my notes I have uh, the the guitars they do like a dot to dot 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 I don't know if you could emphasize on what part I'm talking about if you know but it it's like this chugging type noise and it starts down in like the low mids and kind of just goes higher and I think it it had that's probably the most uh musical part that kind of stuck out to me was just the the way that did uh the way they composed that section of the song. I don't know if you know Uh, what what part I'm talking about. I'm really bad at like I can't pick
1: it out, but are you're talking about like the the rhythm of it or
0: the sound like the tone? Yeah, yeah. So it starts off lower and then they just kind of move their hands. It's the same chord, but they or, I would yeah I would say it's almost the same core, but then they're like jumping up by thirds or fifths, maybe. Hmm. Well, the the
1: the comment that I have on the guitar, I uh, I wrote that I like the guitar effect. It, it sounds it sounds like it has like a, a like a synthie like grunge box. Mm-hmm. like pedal effect on it like if you like if like if you had added distortion like a distortion pedal to a bass guitar like that kind of sound uh I can't speak to I guess maybe I'm not interpreting what you're saying properly like I said my um, notes are guitar <laughs> dot 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 and like arrow <laughs> incline <laughs> yeah I uh maybe I have to listen again and I can maybe uh we can talk about it off air yeah uh but um I I really like this song uh it's like his uh, his screaming style changed a bit from what I remember yeah um I don't think it would it w- like now this is where I'm gonna fail at describing things but it almost sounded like Not hard rocky, but like not, oh, not, you know, you know how, like, I think like Devil Wears Prada, you know how like the screamer changed his, where it's kind of like he's screaming, but has a little bit of like a yell into it. Yeah. It's not like a total scream. It's like kind of, it's, he kind of, it's like 99% scream and then like a 1% kind of a little bit of pitch in there, you know? Interesting. Singing and chorus is really catchy. I liked it. I like the production overall on the song. Uh, I if if they create an album with this sound, I will definitely give it a listen because, like you, I stopped listening to them. They got the last soft. Al- yeah, they did. Yep, they got um the last album. I I didn't listen to. I had listened to like one single and I'm like, nah, this is not for me. Uh, the one, the album before that, I think it was called this light I hold. Uh, that was the last one that I listened to. And I, you know, I, I dug that one. Um, but whatever the, whatever their last album was, I, I didn't, um, I didn't care for it cause it was like, yeah, just, it just got too soft for my, for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, but funny enough, Uh, you know, when we were talking a couple weeks ago about and I and I came across the old Memphis Mayfire, uh, their first EP that doesn't have Maddie. That's like the only record or the only release they have that doesn't have Maddie Mullins on it. Um, I actually been listening to that (laughs) the last like week or two. That's fun. Their their first EP um, has like a like a classic. There's like classic rock element influences in there, but with like singing and screaming, uh, on top of that still, you know, but it's like, that sound is very different obviously than what like their sound is nowadays. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening to Memphis Mayfire recently, but nothing, uh, nothing recent. Their first you know, their first album from, or
0: their first EP, sorry,
1: from like 06 or 07 or something like that.
0: Yeah. I stopped, I stopped listening to them after Challenger. So before in between like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Or, Cause they released Unconditional in 2014. I think I listened to maybe one or two songs off that. And I was just like, what? This isn't for me. It didn't, it, it, great, didn't huh? it didn't sound bad. The sound was good. Uh, It just, it wasn't what I was looking for.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, after Challenger, like, Hollow and Challenger kind of had, like, that was like an era, and Mm -hmm. then uh, Unconditional, and then uh, This Light I Hold, that was kind of like an era, and now they had that new album, or the most recent album, that got Soft, and then this new sound i'm hoping that they stick with this new sound and it's not like oh yeah here's a new single but that's like the heaviest song on the record yeah you know? some bands will do that and it's like Ugh. Mm. like you're talking about attack attack false advertising yeah i hate i hate when a band will like yeah check it out check out our uh you know our new single and it's like real heavy it's like yeah all right and then the rest of the album's like nothing like it
0: it's it's like they're trying to pull in their old their old uh listeners Mm -hmm. and then keep you keep the the new guys tricky tricky yeah yeah but uh, yeah overall
1: i i really enjoyed this one yeah i thought it was Um, it was a good single i thought the uh the bridge breakdown gave me the stank face
0: the Can you emphasize on that?
1: Yeah. It was like, ooh, like, you know, you're talking about the, from the, the Darko album where you fall on your hands and you're like picking gravel out of your hands. And you kind of make that like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like that type of, like, I, I I think I made that noise when I, <laughs> when I breakdown down hit. I was like, Oh, Oh, damn. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like that Christian Bale meme. You know, have you seen that? Like American, is it American psycho? where he's, he's like making that ooh face. Like it's like a gif. Uh, I don't think so. Nah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe, but I'm, anyway. I'm a little
0: out of the memes.
1: <laughs> also, also I'll, I'll send it to you and you might, it'll make more sense to you. All right. Um, yeah, solid, solid single. I think um, out of all the ones that we're talking about today, I think I like this one
0: the most. I, I would say either this one Or the one we're about to talk about, which would be, uh, the air I breathe, making a comeback with, uh, nothing feels sound. And, uh, yeah, they just, they disbanded in 2013 and I, I, this was close. I would say I almost like the air I breathe better. Mm -hmm. Uh, they have, he has this way of doing these like heavy drawn out vocals, uh, that are backed by this like real fast guitar. And I like the, I like how it's just kind of like, he does a slow vocal growl or scream, but the guitars are just going crazy in the background. Yeah.
1: Um, I like the album, uh, Great Faith in Fools. Mm-hmm. Um, I still rock that album, you know, from time to time. And that's the sound that I remember and that I wanted. Um, oh this, boy. Are you
0: about to have an attack, attack moment? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't
1: hate it. I didn't. I, and, and, and I, I wouldn't call it like a false advertising thing that I, like, like attack, attack or like with you with attack, attack. But yeah, Um, I remember great faith and fools not having any singing. If I, if I were, was there singing on that album? I, I honestly can't, it's been a while since I've listened to it, but I thought there was no singing, but anyway, uh, I didn't really dig the singing on this one. Like it was, it was okay to have in the background, but it, the whole, the whole song to me just kind of sounded a little generic. Um, not that the song itself was generic, but it just, didn't really sound like the air I breathe. I remember. And, uh, like if you didn't tell me, if you didn't tell me that it was the air I breathe, um, I probably would have had a hard time pinpointing that it was this band. Um, other than, other than like, maybe like recognizing the screaming because he does kind of have like a unique like voice, you know? Um, but I kind of liked it. I kind of liked their songs more when they only had screaming. And and again, I can't exactly remember if there was singing in Greek Faith and Fools. I I think there was, but. um, Not as much. Yeah, yeah not, I, I don't think there was as much. It wasn't like a chorus type of thing like this song was.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think we're about to have a Mandela effect because in my notes, I have the sound didn't change from their eight year hiatus. Oh man. Yeah. And so maybe huh. I'm remembering wrong. Uh, hmm. I thought I listened to a couple of songs Maybe it was just a couple of songs that I, I clicked on when I was just kind of going back and forth between, uh, the old album and this new single. Um, that's, that's kind of crazy. I don't know if it, it, it might be a Mandela. I could be, yeah, like the
1: like the guitar it just seems like it's overdone like those guitars at the beginning, like those leads where they like they have like do something like that where it's like a yeah. you know it's almost like a scale type of thing, and then they and then like one guitar is doing certain notes and then the other guitar is, you know, doing like the uh like a harmonic uh or a harm or not a harmonic a harm a harmony yeah. to that and it's like okay i've kind of heard that before and then it's just kind of i don't know i just i feel like they they lost their originality in that in in the in in that you know as, as soon as it started i was like oh boy because <laughs> like the because like the great faith in fools like i just remember like the opening to that album that first track it's like you know, they got like fast, like fast guitars and not, and, and not like songs were fast, but like they're, 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 I guess like they're, I don't want to call them riffs, but like just whatever they are doing, like during the verses of the songs were, were, I just could really get into. And then this one was just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I've heard elements of
0: this before somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah interesting yeah i I might have to go back and reevaluate because i you know like i said i I just listened to it before we started recording recording and like i said it was close between memphis mayfire and the song but i really did i really dug it yeah uh which once again people are allowed to to like and not like and that's that's okay you can (laughs) like songs that i don't like matt i give you you permission to like you i appreciate it uh but yeah, I, and maybe, maybe it's because it's not typically the sound that I listen to. Um, this is a like a branch of metalcore that I don't typically, uh, listen to. I don't think the, the sound is fairly fresh for me, at least. And I think that might be why I, why I enjoy it so much. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like you said, you said you, uh, you heard it, you've heard, and I've heard elements of you know kind of like you were saying those scales or sweeps uh, I don't know if they're necessarily sweeps, but they've kind of did this no. scaly type uh, sound. Uh, not a lot of bands that I listen to do scales in the middle of their songs so I thought it was yeah. it was kind of a refreshing sound in my opinion. yeah yeah and uh, yeah and uh, yeah those those types
1: of guitars like it just seems too easy to do something like that in my opinion you know uh, oh so you're saying they took the easy way out <laughs> it seems like it you know like i don't know it's okay. it, it just yeah it's kind of like i might get a lot of hate for this but like it kind of for some reason like guitar solos i don't i don't think there's a guitar solo in here but for some reason like guitar, like guitar solos, even though I'm a guitar player, guitar solos in songs, just kind of, I don't want to listen to a guitar solo. <laughs> I and mean, I don't know why, but I just like it when, when you can let like the song speak for itself, you know? Uh, obviously there's, a, there's, there's some songs where there's like great guitar solos and mm-hmm. like, but I don't really get impressed by and this has nothing to do with the air, I agree, really. I don't know why I'm going off on this tangent. But I I don't really get impressed by just fast playing for the for the sake of seeing how many notes you can play. Uh, so Dragon Force doesn't do it for you? Not always. I will listen to some Dragon Force every once in a while. Uh, but their, their whole sound is kind of predicated on that. Mm -hmm. Whereas like some bands will have, you know, guitar solos, you know, towards the bridge and it's just, okay, yeah, it's a guitar solo. There's, I like a guitar solo if it has like more melody, like, you know, um, like one of, like one of the songs that I wrote, uh, you know, has like a guitar solo if you want to call it, but it's more, it's more like melodic and fits the song rather than just like being fast, you know, uh and that's like one song out of all the ones that i've written and and i didn't do it lightly you know i i thought a lot about it but um that that's just that's just probably me just being nitpicky on on specific things that i look for in songs and yeah. you know what i mean so
0: that's all right yeah that's that's why i think we make a good team is you we we both like the same stuff but then we're different enough to where we can kind of balance each other out and go to the extremes and certain things mm-hmm. I like that Yep. yeah I agree I, uh, I don't know a lot of stuff that I listen to doesn't really have solos I haven't listened to a song with a solo in it in a while I would say uh, that's not really in metalcore I would say uh, mm-hmm. usually it's more piano or synth, synth type solos Mm They rely heavily on that type of soloing. Mm -hmm. That would, that's that, that I like, that's cool.
1: But for some reason, I don't know what it is. Like uh, there's a lot of, you know, what's becoming really popular. I don't exactly know the name of the genre, but um, you know, just like a lot of instrumental metal, right? Say like, for example, um, like scale the summit, you know, that band. Not off my hand now. Oh, okay, well, I'll, t- I'll, I'll I'll send you a song or two. That's a good example of like their musicianship is phenomenal. Um, it's it's all instrumental. It's uh, instrumental metal. Musicianship is phenomenal, but a lot of that, um, there's a lot of like guitar solos in that type of music, and for some reason, I just can't get into that type of sound, and maybe songs with like solos like that uh um just sounds maybe too much like that genre for me and it's not like i hate it it's just you know i can appreciate the skillfulness of everything but uh it's just not something that i that i would want to like turn turn on and just like listen to all the time you know what i mean yeah that
0: makes sense i can yeah, I can respect that. It's just, it's just not your cup of tea, it's not what you're looking for in a song. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and maybe that's because uh, that was that was for when I think of a solo, I think like late '80s, early '90s, <laughs> and that every song had a solo. If it didn't have a solo, it wasn't a song. Right, and right. So I think and- maybe the, the market for solos has been so diluted because of the late eighties, early nineties.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah, it was becoming really popular. And I, I, which is right, which is why I think I got really into, um, post post rock, which is like instrumental rock, but it's more about the rhythm and the mood of the song, mm-hmm. rather than like having a lead instrument, it's almost like if you had like a rock song or not a rock song, but like a, um, I guess you, I guess you could say, but like 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 if a song had lyrics to it, but you took the lyrics away, and it's like an instrumental version of a song. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of like a genre that I've been getting into lately.
0: Yeah, that's, but, uh, that's something I I had trouble getting into. I I like sound, and when I'm studying and reading and stuff, I'll throw on like classical music, just because there's no words. Because mm-hmm. I I read into words way too much, so it's hard for me to concentrate. Uh, so when I'm listening to a song, while I like the musical elements, I if it it sometimes it's just missing. If a whole album is just music, I feel like it's missing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. All right, so next up,
1: we have Aman Amarth, Masters of War. We are going to be comparing the old version from the original recording from 2001 compared to their new re-recording in celebration of their 20 year anniversary of releasing that song.
0: So of the two, and I don't know if you know any of the history of the band, Jeff. I don't. I don't. Uh, I know very little. I listened to them on occasion, but I didn't realize how old they actually were. Uh they're a Swedish band uh from they formed up in 1992. I did not assume they They're, were that old. They are a year younger than I am.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Me too.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely crazy on how long this band has been around. But, anyways, uh, go go through with your uh, comparison. We'll we'll see how how close we are.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were as old as they were either. I knew they'd been around for a while, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't. I had no concept that that they were around that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, um, I liked the old version more. Uh, I liked the old raw sound that it had. Um, it was kind of crunch. It was, it was crunchier Word that you you've used. Yes. In the past I did. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal Matt's word and use crunchy. That's fine. Uh <laughs> Um, I like it, it didn't sound as polished and, and, and I, or, not like overproduced, you know, like, like newer metal might sound mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, and like the new one sounded like, um, it, like the new one didn't seem to like hit as hard. It didn't really stick out as much. Um, like it didn't it didn't sound like there was enough like like mid-range or something in the guitars that to make it like stick out it just kind of felt a little soft-ish not not like soft music but the I guess like the production on it was softer and maybe it's just you know I might be in a raw music type of mood lately but uh I, I personally liked the old version better. And I think this is probably the first Amana Marth song that I've listened to uh, all the way through. Okay. I think I may have listened to like half of a song a long time ago. Uh, but this one is definitely a new experience for me. And it's not typically the type of metal that I search out. Um, I'm not really into the I think It's, it's kind of like Swedish, flaking, yeah, Swedish, Swedish black metal. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I don't get into that genre really at all, but for what it was, uh, I had, I had an okay time listening to it. Okay. What about you?
0: I, now you're going to kind of make me go back on my thoughts, but I, I like huh. the, I like the, uh, not the original, the, the, newer version. Okay. Just because I felt and like you said the the old 2001 version was very raw. It sounded almost like it was a basement recording. Mm-hmm. Uh which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It sounded good. I I, I enjoyed it. And I just felt like it was too trebly. Uh or they put too much in the mid so the yeah. instruments kind of drowned out the vocals. Yeah, I know what you mean. You uh it it just uh, I don't know if it just wasn't mixed right or if that's the sound that we're going for. Uh the the newer version I feel like was more balanced in EQ wise. The mm-hmm. it, it had that warmer sound to it. Whereas mm. the, the original version was kind of sharp and metallic, this was kind of more woody I guess it it I don't know if that makes any sense but like picturing two objects I would I would imagine the other one being more like a like a razor blade or like a sharp piece of metal cutting through something and this was more of a uh the newer version was more like a like a warm fire yeah the
1: the new one was definitely warmer
0: yep and tonality wise it, it almost uh, I think they they did a good job at equalizing the vocal instrumental uh balance better in On the, the in, in the newer version yeah so I, and that's I think why I enjoyed it a little bit maybe just because then the production value was a little bit higher I mm-hmm. um, not saying that the the raw sound was bad mm-hmm. uh it's just I my personal preference was leaning more towards that warmer, more equalized sound yeah
1: yeah i was uh i was reading some of the comments and you know i think on the uh the new version and seems like a lot of people were agreeing with me matthew
0: that's Uh, fine and you know what (laughs) The, the people that were probably agreeing with you have been people that have been listening to them for 10 yeah 20 years yeah and they liked that raw sound and that's and they wanted to kind of keep it that way which is Mm -hmm. it's okay and like i said i I listen to monomarth on rare occasions and so i'm not like the biggest fan and i'm not the say all in it and i know that it's just for me i kind of uh, i like the the warmer feel listening to back to back
1: yeah and that's yeah i'm I'm just teasing you
0: yeah no no it's fine
1: uh yeah because like they were saying that they're like it was one guy saying like um it was like he's like, Yeah, this this you know, they appreciated them re- redoing it and like a, a like a fresh new take on it. But the uh, original had like a had a like a power and um like originality that that was like unmatched or something like
0: that. Okay. There were something like yeah. I could I could see that. It it was very unique the original. Uh this the new version it like it it was probably just all the production that they put into it It made it mm-hmm. sound more mainstream mm-hmm. instead of, you know, less because if you if you've listened to Swedish black metal, it, a lot of it is that trebly kind of basement recording style. Mm-hmm. Uh which you know, it's not bad. Uh, for me, I need to be in the mood for something along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, and so to to have it reinvented with this newer sound, a little bit more production, it made it more of a closer to like an everyday listen, mm-hmm. I would say. So, if if I was in the mood for some like Swedish black metal, I'd I'd throw on the old version. But if I wanted that song, but I wanted I wasn't necessarily feeling the mood for the the more metallic-y sound I would throw on the newer version I think would be a a good way of comparing it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I like both you know I like um I did like both versions Mm -hmm. um they're yeah they're like I think I think you nailed it when you said you have uh, you have to be in a mood to listen to that raw sound because you know if I'm I still buy CDs. So if I'm at the, like, if I'm at the mall and the CD store, um, looking for something, I'm like, Oh, I kind of feel like checking out something that has, you know, some like really great production on it. Or if I, you know, I'll go to like a used bookstore and they've got a whole CD section. And I was like, Oh, I know this, I have a feeling this band is probably going to have like a more raw sound because I, I know it's from 10 years ago and, maybe I've heard of the band name or I know the uh like the record label that it was on mm-hmm. and I'm like okay yeah I've, I'm kind of in the mood for some more not you know like not that the production's bad but uh like they don't they don't uh like for the drums for example for example like a lot of like metal you know nowadays you know you do like samples for drums so like rather than having like the snare and the toms and the kick uh, on the record as it was performed, you would replace a snare, all the snare hits and the kicks and the, and the toms with like the same hit. So it's consistent throughout the whole song. Okay. And you just like copy paste it right throughout the whole song. So it's, you're hearing the same snare recording each hit and the same kick and so it's like it's just more of a consistent sound yeah um so yeah just yeah i agree it it just depends on the mood for me as well whether i want to listen to some old uh not old but like more raw sound or a more uh a more produced sound
0: fair enough yeah do uh, you have any other notes on Amon Marth, or I guess we could go back and, and on any of the other, did we forget anything? Is there any um, other comments you want to make? No, no, nope. right. yeah. I'm good. So you you said you preferred out of all of the songs that we, we talked about today, you said uh, Memphis Fire's Blood and Water. Yeah. Was your favorite? Okay.
1: Number one. Yep.
0: All right. And then I, I, I really liked the, uh, the Air I Breathe's. Uh, song of uh nothing feels sound. I just like the name of it too. It was just very it's one of those uh The Chariot. Do you do you remember that band? I know yep, I know that band. Okay. They released a an album and they had this kind of oxymoronic way of naming songs. Uh where one song was called Back to Back. The next song was called They Faced Each Other. Next song... uh, Back to Back, They Faced Each Other. Drew their swords, then shot each other. The deaf policeman heard this noise and came to kill the two dead boys. It was... It almost had... The naming of the song Nothing Feels Sound kind of almost reminds me of that oxymoronic type of uh way of naming something which was kind of fun yeah i
1: i i do have an album by them i don't remember what it is but um i didn't know they did that for all their albums because that's funny because the one that i have um it's like all one word titles and i think if you read them in order it like makes sense Oh, that's like a, like a sentence. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it seems like that's a
0: theme that they do for, for all their songs. Brilliant. I enjoy that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we have our next episode planned out, correct? We do. All right. What, uh, do you want to let them know what we're, we're doing for our next one and then we'll sign off. Yep. So the next episode
1: we are going to be reviewing or, talking about um our hollow our home their newest album called burn in the flood uh and also a new band that's on the scene amber glow their ep called heartstrings it's a four track ep uh that'll be next week's episode
0: and next week we'll try and keep it to an hour yeah <laughs> yes uh hopefully hopefully we just reviewing the two those two albums we'll be able to do that but yeah no they're uh both pretty stellar i'm excited to to review those with you me too i can't wait excellent uh so that's been the, the black cast the ones and zeros of all things metal and uh we will see you next week
1: see you later